Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hello to the allies, to the outraged, and to the dudes who mean well, but sometimes say the wrong thing by accident, but you know, they're trying hard, so we shouldn't just shout at them and maybe just attempt to help them. This is Billy Persida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Uh, This is a podcast where I talk to women I've hooked up with every week about sex, dating, sexuality, gender, and love. Uh, In lieu of show dates, uh, instead of uh, pimping out my shows, I'm just going to tell you to go to manwhorepod.com slash comedy to see where I'll be performing near you. Had a great show up in Connecticut at Mohegan Sun. Uh, It was a very good time. Had a good set. My new joke about Craigslist worked quite well. But instead of promoting my shows, I would like to promote my friend and former Manwhore podcast guest, Caitlin Bailey. Uh, she's a very, very funny comedian. She was on the show last year. She's currently running her one-woman show at the New York City Fringe Festival. Uh, and she, as of the release of this podcast episode, has four more dates left running from August 18th to August 27th. Her one-woman show is about her time spent as a sex worker while she was a senior in high school. The show's great. I saw it last year. I saw uh, an updated run-through last weekend. It's very funny. It's very poignant. It's very feminist. It's just uh, it's a great show. You really should see it. Uh, and, and if you need to remember why, go check out her episode from last year to get tickets. Uh, if you live in the greater New York area, go to contagiouslaughter.com. Yes, that, that is contagious. So C-U-N-T-A-G-I-O-U-S. Dot com. But if you really need to see me soon in the in New York City, come on out this Friday to What the Float. Yes, the silent floating dance party I love oh so much. Uh, me and the lady shall be uh, uh, there this Friday, August 19th. Is a uh, silent dance party uh, that f- where we dance throughout New York City wearing headphones, looking ridiculous. It's a good time. Uh, if you want to join me, go get your ticket at whatthefloat.com. There's also a float on Saturday, but you know, I've got an orgy that night, so I will only be there on the 19th. And just a few uh, other items of business to get through. Do remember to like the new fan page on Facebook. Yes, you can now find the Man Whore Podcast on there. Uh, if you were missing out on my tweets because you don't do the twats, you know, now you can see my posts, my pictures, announcements, and stuff there. But if you do have a Twitter and you are new to my program, make sure you're following me there at TheBillyPresida. And uh, also, another announcement. We still have slots open for the FanHor Fantasy Football League. Uh, we currently have te- uh, a 10-team league ready to go. We might make that 12 teams if uh, a couple more people sign up. And if we have a good chunk of people, we'll do two 10-team leagues. So again, we're going to draft in uh, early September. So email me ASAP to reserve your spot, manhorpod at gmail.com. The comedy world has a rape problem. I, I don't think that's news to anyone uh, who, who's been following the Bill Cosby story and you know countless other uh, incidences. Um, you know, there's some some road dudes who do shitty things out there. But New York City has uh, over the last weekend had some intense shit go down on the Facebook. There was a uh, comedian at the UCB got banned from there uh, over some accusations of uh, raping comedians over the years. Uh, 
a friend of mine, she came out and, and shared that a booker of a comedy club in the Northeast had attempted to rape her. And the specifics of each case aren't really important right now. It's not a thing to look. I'm not an investigator. I'm not a prosecutor. I'm not a cop. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know uh, the accused terribly well or at all. There are a lot of people on Facebook when, when shit like this happens, whether it be a big news story or a community issue like this one, you know, a lot of people want to find out the facts of the case and they want to discuss, well, well, maybe he did do it. Maybe he didn't. Let's, let's learn this. They should report to the cops. I'm just like, I don't really care. I don't really care about the specifics. What I think is more important about what came out over the past five, six days has been the dialogues going on uh, amongst comedians and friends of comedians. Uh, The stories that have been shared because of it, uh, people who have felt motivated and felt compelled to share their personal experiences of sexual assault uh, because of what came to light. Facebook, look, is, is full of shouting matches, and I don't think that's productive. I think knee-jerk reactions to someone who doesn't automatically agree with you 100% is childish and immature on both sides. The conversations I was more impressed with were were the reasonable, disagreeable discussions, Uh, many of them surrounding rape, what to do if you're raped, what should be done, how the legal system can change, Consent, what should count as consent, what should count as rape for sexual assault versus not something illegal, but still pretty creepy. Conversations of can a man be raped? Can a man be raped by a woman? Personalized examples of those coming out. Uh, I've shared my own uh, story before several times on this podcast and on other podcasts, you know, so I won't get into it. But if you are curious about my story, you can go find an old episode titled, I Thought I Raped You, with this girl, Emily, who, well, yeah, the title. I think the the thing I, I press is, you know, if someone is ultimately on the same side of you, please don't shout at them. That does not help for party unity. Remember the Bernie Hillary stuff? Yeah. As a, as a Bernie bro myself, shouting uh, locker up at this point doesn't really help nobody. No one on our team, at least. You know, we talk about uh, rape and sexual assault on a national level, but when it's happening within, specifically within your community, whether that's a kink community, a play community, the burlesque scene, um, uh, magicians, although I don't know, I would imagine you'd be able to poof away at some point. You know, it it really uh, personalizes it. it. It really changes it. It makes you, it really makes you question your beliefs. Do you falter? Do you kind of change it up a bit when you know the person? Normally, I'm a fan of seeing evidence and and not and giving people the benefit of the doubt and innocent until proven guilty. But when my friend accuses this booker who I've, I know that booker, he's a creepy asshole. He ain't nice to nobody. And she's accusing him of that. And she's someone whose judgment I, uh, I trust. I'm making my own personal judgment. I, I learned. Learn that about myself. But I, I can't think of one instance where I learned something about myself in a positive manner through shouting at someone who disagreed with me. 
something to think about. I have much happier news. I was really excited to share with you all happy news, and then this stuff happened, and it's really been on my mind. So, uh, okay, I'll jump ahead. And look, um, the news I'm about to tell you, okay, I shared this with the subscribers of my mailing list back on August 1st. So that's like, I don't know, almost three weeks ago. Do you know why? I purposefully withheld the news because I'm trying to show you that if you're on my mailing list, you're going to get exclusive early access to news about me and my life. So go to manwhorepod.com and get on that mailing list, people. So uh, what's the big news? Well, I have a girlfriend. Hey. You may have uh, you may have heard that slip during the Ralph Sutton episode, hearing me say the phrase "my girlfriend," but I have one of those. Yeah, um, P and Paige and I. Paige is her name. P, remember P? Her name's Paige. Paige and I made things official last month. Yep, it was it was silly at this point to not call her that. She's who I spend the majority of my dates with, uh, my my date nights with, and. She's stable. She seems to get me. She really likes me. Not to mention the sex is off the fucking wall. Holy shit. Um, although that's not the only reason. We, uh, we, we negotiated terms. Does the, is the man whore now monogamous? <laughs> no. Not that I would have been against monogamy. I, I was thinking about that myself if, if I was okay with a free-for-all, non-monogamous scenario. And honestly, I wasn't. I can't really handle... I, I need to keep things kind of simple. So I said, look, the poly thing, I know you're in the poly world, but I'm not really interested in either of us attempting to, to obtain and then maintain multiple boyfriends and girlfriends and metamors and shit. So I asked for... I was just like, look, we're not... Seeking other uh, romantic connections elsewhere. But, you know, we can still fuck around and hook up with people and go to play parties and do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, what does that mean for the podcast? Of course it keeps going. Why the fuck would I stop this awesome man whore wagon? Couldn't afford a train yet. We're saving up. But for now, it's a wagon, but it's a dope wagon. I've got rims. (laughs) Yes, uh, you know, a lot of people have asked me over the years, you know, what happens if you get a girlfriend? What happens to the podcast? I think people still don't believe me when I say there are a lot I've made out with a lot of women. Because I think people still assume that I keep hooking up with women to get more guests for the show. And come on, I'm not a hack. So, yes, the, the podcast keeps going. It also doesn't hurt that, you know, we're non-monogamous and can still do all sorts of fun stuff. And we're going to an orgy this this Saturday with her friends. So, yeah. Uh, the sex positive quest for love. I think the first step was stop questing, have fun, meet people, and let things uh, happen as they happen. And then, you know, serendipitously, a girl at a sex party back in December just comes up to me and says, hey, I'm Paige, with a just big old smile on her face. And so it began. So, uh, so that's what's going on with me. That's the big update uh, on my side of things. I, I just figured y'all would want to know. 
But uh, but enough about me and and my love life and Paige, my my girlfriend. I'm gonna. It's still you know getting used to saying my girlfriend. So uh, now let me tell you about this week's guest. Well, you've already heard this week's guest before, a long time ago. Daniela is returning to the show. Interesting thing about Daniela. Daniela uh, is the first guest to appear twice. Once as a special guest who I've never hooked up with. And then later as one of my former flames. Yes, uh, Daniela was one of the naked podcast guests. Remember anal fisting pet play? Yeah, that was her. Uh, Well, you know, she'll, she'll tell you in her own words, but... Some things happened after the mics went off during that naked podcast episode, and it it qualified her to return today and uh, and chit chat some more. We you know we talk about BDSM, we talk about what's going on in in her love life or lack thereof, and uh, and we also discuss you know how Billy can maybe get into some financial domination because you know I could use the money. It is a free podcast after all. So uh, I hope you enjoyed Daniela, and I'm really excited for next week's guest. And you know what? I'm going to tell you who it is at the end of the episode. I will, so you got to finish. At the very end of the episode, I will share who, like, the, oh, you're, you're all going to cream your fucking pants. I don't care what parts you have, but something's going to drip out of you in a, in a pleasant manner when I tell you who's on next week. But this week, Daniela. I was like, how do you not have your room clean yet? You're in the presence of a woman often, I hope, and... Um, because Paige makes me go to her place. Oh. I mean, she'll come here, but she can only seem to sleep at her place. Oh. So I was like, all right. So I, I've been going there a lot recently. So it's caused me to not have to clean. I haven't had other women over. That's true. I've been going to other women's places, too. So it's like, it's still a fucking pigsty. <laughs> Sweeping. It's Good, just every yeah. time I clean, I then go on a food binge, and then it becomes oh, disgusting yeah. again. Okay. Like, there's still Gatorade and a Pepsi, because like, I felt like I needed both. And the whiskey's whiskey done? Basically mm-hmm. done? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry. So much alcohol. If if I know if I know I'm getting naked with a with a person You'll again, tidy up a I tidy bit. up like a motherfucker. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'm just doing a podcast with someone who used to touch my penis. Oh. So... You know, it doesn't have to be as uh, clean. <laughs> I'm very unprofessional. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, Daniela. Hi. How are you? Do- How's it feel to be here with your clothes on? I know it feels it feels good. Um, I'm still comfortable. Yeah, I'm still comfortable. That's what matters. Okay. Into it. Yeah. Into it. Got it. Into it. Let's get into it. Um, so last time you were here, you were part of the uh, imp- very popular, apparently. Was it? I still get emails being like, hey, you know, or requests just like, hey, you should do more naked podcasts. Aww. Uh, so you were a big hit. You were part of that. Uh, so about a year and a half ago, I did a string of naked episodes with total strangers about sex and dating. Um, I recruited a stranger from Tinder, a stranger from Reddit, which was you, and a gay guy from Craigslist. And then they all came over and stripped down naked with a guy they didn't know and talked about their most intimate personal details. Super fun time. And yeah, you were uh, you were a blast. Yeah, thanks. You too. Let's let okay. So people heard the episode. Yes. Right. They they heard how you came to be. You heard they heard how you were feeling. Um, and if you haven't heard, go back listen to that episode. Tell me, 
uh, why don't you fill people in on what went down after we hit stop on the recording? Why don't you retell that? Oh, of like what went down that when day. we stopped? Okay, recording. So essentially, after we hit stop, there was you know some some talking, and then it like naked it was naked talking, and then just intense staring contest. <laughs> Just eye to eye and like trying to see who would, you know, waver first and then, um, you know, some Billy getting hard and some smiling and some pulling over of chairs with your feet. And next thing you know, I just went down on you. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I guess the stare down is my new move because that's what went down with the other woman. (laughs) Because I hit stop, and I'm just like, I'm not going to get up. I, oh, great, that was fun. But ni- neither of y'all get, stood up to get your clothes and put them on. Yeah. So I was like, I guess. I didn't know what to expect. I was just like, all right, let's go with it. When you showed up for that episode, did you expect something to happen like that? Oh, no. No? No, not at all. Okay. So I didn't seem like pervy, creepy, like trying. No, I didn't no, seem not like I had ulterior motives, it's right? Those blue eyes, Billy. Come on. Mm, well, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was really fun. That was a good time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, and that's why you're here. I have you back for another episode because then you were a special guest, and now you're like a past hookup. So welcome back. Oh, well, thank you. And it's you also did a great uh, full length bonus episode for the ten dollar and up patrons. Got, uh, we're in for such a treat. They got a wonderful episode where we talked about you and your webcaming career, <laughs> which we're gonna, I guess, talk more about later. Uh, but what's going on with you now? You see, you walked in the door. You seem full of fucking things to talk about. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. I mean, I just I feel like I have become such a more confident woman in the year and a half that I've been in New York. And um, it's fabulous. So, oh, gosh, what has been going on with me? Well, um, as the bonus episode patrons know i had gotten into webcamming um i am i had done webcam episode or not episodes webcam shows on uh, my free cams and um that was it was going pretty well for for a good while um and Uh then oh yeah no until the it's just it's a dipping of the i guess the traffic and stuff like there are just times of years when or times of the year that it's not as active like i on twitter i've talked to a bunch of other cam girls and they're just like oh my god it's not just me you know like it's it's really slow and there are girls that are struggling out there because it's their like their full-time job you webcam girls really stick together because i've talked to a few there's some i'm friends with on uh, twitter there's a woman how at housewife swag her name oh she's so sweet i love her she's wonderful i i'm i don't even pay to like watch her or anything i just think she's awesome yeah she's all prego and everything y'all always like will band together and and talk to each other about stuff and Mm -hmm. check in and use each other's resources uh which goes against what people would assume would be more of like a competitive atmosphere yeah and i feel like that's just the way it is with a lot of people in sex work like it there's it's you're part of this environment and you know that it's the same type of job, whether you're doing, uh, you know, escorting mm. or cam work or, you know, like pro dom or whatever. Like we're all doing some type of sex work and, you know, we have the same type of issues to to worry about. And that's kind of what brings everyone together. It's really cool. And I kind of like that, like sisterhood feel, even if you've never met any of these people like ever, there still is that camaraderie. Right. 
But what's uh, so wait? What went down with the webcam? And so that seems so, to be tapering off. Yeah, it's kind of tapering off. Um, I feel also my own, you know, like sexual identity has changed as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I was doing the MFC stuff, and I was doing more submissive, like cum shows and things like that. Um, and as time went on, I wasn't getting as much of a response as I would have liked. Um, not only from the viewers, but also from myself. Mm. Um, and from, you know, the small gathering of guys that I would bring in, like, none of those fuckers even wished me a happy birthday. Oh, uh, what motherfuckers. And I was like, dude, I'm putting so much work into trying to make a good show for all of you. There would be days when I wouldn't make any tokens at all, like, for weeks straight. And I was like, I can't do this Yeah, anymore. no, you I'm can't. wasting my time. I'd spend hours online, and it's just not doing it for me. I give so much respect to anybody else who can spend four or five hours on a time and have to deal with an empty room. I just, it's not for me. And And so what are you doing now? Well, <laughs> so now um, I've kind of segued into a couple different things. Um, since we spoke originally and me getting into the pet play stuff and everything like that, I had been going to a lot more fetish parties, um, going to, you know, like Paddles and stuff and Pangea, a bunch of local parties. And um, from the switchy, you know, like submissive and dominant side that I had, I think I've been doing a lot more dom stuff. Um, so as of late, I have been going pro dom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How's that been going? Um, it's been fun. I do both online and in-person, um, sessions. How have the in-person sessions been going? I haven't been, I haven't really had as many in-person sessions as online that I do either via Skype or, uh, like kick messenger, like the texting app thing. Um, the most in person that I've really gotten so far is like just playing at like the fetish parties. Like I'll have like a line of subs waiting to play with me at these parties. And they exchange money there at the party? They don't. Um, so there I just go for fun just because like I'm in the mood to beat the shit out of some guys. (laughs) Um, but, uh, so you haven't yeah. had like clients yet? In no clients okay. yet. I've been building. I created a whole website and everything. You know, I have a couple different methods. Um, you saw me earlier on my phone. Um, I actually made uh, like an OkCupid and uh, a Tinder. That's a that's a that's a my yeah. That's a popular method. I'm hearing. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of outside of the box as opposed to you know being on Backpage or any of the like obviously Twitter promotion and your own personal website. Right. But so yeah. Okay, so that's pretty new, right? Yeah. Well, I, I look forward to seeing where that goes. I'm pretty stoked myself. Yeah, okay. it's a lot of fun. You are uh, you dating? No. No? No. Weren't you banging some dude? When? I don't know. Uh shortly after we did the bonus episode, you texted me being like, Oh my god, I met a guy and he doesn't care. Oh, yeah. Um that so it no. Um, I think a lot of the guys that I meet, like they'll talk to me for a little bit and then I won't hear from them ever again. They'll just ghost on me. And it's really fucking frustrating. Um, to the point where I've just gotten, it's just like, you know what? I'm not even worried about dating right now because I haven't found anybody worth my time or who will want to stick around long enough for me. I mean, ever since... What happened with this dude? Was he like a one and done? I honestly don't even remember which guy we're talking about. <laughs> um, just okay, okay. Well, as we talked about on the bonus episode, yeah. um, in between the Naked podcast uh-huh. and doing the bonus episode, you contracted herpes. Yeah. Surprise. Everyone yeah. like has. Um, but you said that you were having difficulty dating with it. And mm-hmm. then 
uh, you had, uh, you said you were all celebratory that you got laid. Oh, yeah. So I had met, you know, a couple guys who, um, you know, I had been talking to and we had hooked up and they were okay with, you know, the HSV2 thing. And I was like, oh, it's really cool. Yeah, I'm getting laid. This is awesome. Yeah. And it just kind of tapered off, man. I haven't met anybody new who wants to hook up or date or anything. So I'm just kind of like, whatever. I've got other things to focus on, I guess. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, it sucks. I need to get laid. Like that. Every time I do a podcast with you, you're always saying, I need to get laid. Yeah. And then it never <laughs> happens. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Damn. Yeah, whatever. I'm patient. Re- I have sex toys. I have a whole bundle of sex toys. So I keep myself satisfied one way or another. Yeah. Oh shit! I, I I should have fucked you after the uh, after the naked show. That's what I'm saying, man. So sorry. L- dropping hints, but it's okay. Not that I'm the uh, not that I'm like the god's gift to women, <laughs> but I possibly could have been of use. Yes, absolutely. And and so you also shoot my um my, so for the for the Patreon page, anyone who gives twenty dollars or more per month, you know, they get a a thank you, a customized thank you video every month, and you have been my uh, director and cinematographer and editor, and you you make those happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you you shot me naked in a bathtub. That was well, that was the first one, right? That was the first yeah. one we did because we still that we had, so we hooked fun. up after that one. That's, that's right. That we you you are uh, I would call it like a two time hookup. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you you hung out with me in a bathtub for like I don't know an hour. Yeah, I'm not a one hit wonder. That's cool. Uh, you don't do one night stands. Um, I feel like I'm not as picky anymore. Mm-hmm. I originally, um, when we first met, I wasn't so much into one night stands because I essentially wanted to get more into dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but now since I'm not even dating, I'm just kind of like, all right, well if I can get you know my rocks off for a night, fabulous. Just. Opening a window, being like, hey, where's the cocks? <laughs> Anyone got a cock? <laughs> and have showered? Because I could use some dick. Personal hygiene is a must. Personal hygiene's big. Dude, I've met some guys where I don't even I don't even know what they're thinking. It's like, have you met soap? Ha. Uh, yeah, no, uh, dirty women. I've, I haven't had a lot of dirty women, but there was one girl. She's been on the show. Um, I don't want to say who. But you know, we didn't fuck that night mm-hmm. that we hooked up in her in her dorm room was because it was filthy. Was Ooh. it messy? Like this is messy. Mm-hmm. Floor's a little dirty, but like it's not fil- like her floor was covered and stuff and like empty packages of food things and and then her her the sheets on her bed weren't even fully on the mattress, you know. Uh. And then and then the the sheets themselves had like stains on them. Oh. God. And then she gets me into the bed and then she's like, you know, she's we're fooling around and, you know, she's having me finger her. She's having me. She hands me a vibrator and I'm 21. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, still kind of a shock for me. She hands me this big purple vibrator and she has me fingering her while dildoing her asshole. Oh, <laughs> so all this stuff put together. I was like, I, I don't want to stick my dick inside of you. I, uh, I don't think this is going to be a wise decision. This is a very filthy environment. That was time to go. <laughs> that was time to go. I mean, after like I made her come because you know what? I I want to be of good use. Good but for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I was like, I'm not going to fuck this person. <laughs> yeah, man. That's why. So, you know, something that was fun that you told me during the bonus show was that you, 
you know, since doing the Naked podcast, you kind of had like the sexual awakening. Yeah. And I thought that was cool because you come from Florida, right? Yeah, it's a lot more conservative down there. You didn't really explore sexuality oh, there. Oh, no. Well, when, when did you first start getting sexually active? Um, oh, shit. I lost my virginity at 15. 15? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I lost my virginity at 15. Um, especially in high school, um, I fucked like a bunny. You um, fucked like a bunny? With, well, with my boyfriend you fucked time. a bunny no nah, i fucked like a bunny like a bunny like a jackrabbit okay um not i <laughs> fucked comma like comma a bunny <laughs> no punctuation um, is important it's super important <laughs> oh my god yeah but so i i was very very i've always been very sexually active um if i can remember and after you know even in college and stuff it kind of like started like going like not as much um but I was always very vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really, I, the stuff that I do now or the stuff that I've seen now, I would have never considered. Um, and, you know, after I, the, the guy that I fisted. Um, oh, right, right. Him, That's that what was, you talked about during the Naked podcast. How you fist, And then I wrote a joke about it. Yes. You're the subject of a joke yes. I wrote. That works. <laughs> but yeah, so after that with him, that was kind of like, you know, perked my interest a little bit and then after doing the naked podcast i kind of just went in head first basically doing the man whore podcast was a life-changing experience let's just get to it here (laughs) all right that's that's at the crux of this billy presida you've changed my life i'm a life changer i got an email saying we went uh we went to our first sex party because of you i'm like i am changing lives as a friend of mine commented not all heroes wear capes yes <laughs> so high school, you banging like bunnies in high school, and then uh, what was college sex like for you? Um, college. Well, freshman year college, I was dating a guy in Orlando, so I would literally drive two hundred miles a weekend, um, and I would stay at his place for like two days, and like we'd like fuck like six times. Oh yeah, and then, R- doing those long drives, those are you get your mileage. Worth. I would literally get there, and like I would just like rip at his clothes, and that would be that. Um. Only to find out later that he had a girl over before I would get there. And that is dirty. Oh, man. That's not cool, man. You need to have a dick on demand if I'm going to drive 200 miles to see you. Damn right. Because he sure as shit wouldn't come visit me. But he's a filthy cheater, so. Filthy cheater. Was that the only time you've been cheated on? Um, As far. No, well, I mean, counting like minuscule, like four month lasting relationships, um, that was the only time that I've been cheated on. Yeah. Have you cheated? Um, I had only. Wow, actually, if that was the, if that was a no, you would have just said no. I know, and there's a, there's there's subtext. There's on no this. there's no there, subtext. There's no story. Me. Yes, there is. No, it's a yes or no question. The guy. No, no, it's, a, it's, a, oh, it's a yes or no question. I have cheated once. I have cheated once. And it was with the guy for this I just guy. want to make sure the mic picks oh, yeah. up the your cheating story. I, I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cheated on the guy before this guy. Um, but he was an abusive boyfriend, um, both physically and mentally. So I had to get out of that relationship. And that was my segue. Okay. Yeah, I cheated. Okay. You're ruining my <laughs> gloating on you cheating thing. <laughs> Come on, don't bring don't bring abuse in this. You're oh, bringing bringing down my mood. I'm hey, sorry. can you just like hold off on your personal tragedy <laughs> and not have it infringe upon my delightment? <laughs> <laughs> 
And let's file that away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a. Uh, I never cheated. But I also wasn't in like positions to cheat because people wouldn't date me for the last oh. <laughs> six years, seven years, eight. For the last eight years, no one would date me. So it's not like I could cheat because I didn't know what to cheat on. I'm going on four and a half now. Mm. Four and a half years. No, With no boyfriend? With no boyfriend. Yeah. Do you like girls? I forgot. Um, I guess I'm more by curious. I've never been with a girl before. I think I'd consider it. Um, But I, I like the dick too much. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so no boyfriend for four and a half years. I just got one, a girlfriend. Yeah, you are, yeah you are all excited. Thank you, thank you. Uh, she's nice. We Aww. like her. You should come to what the float. You'll meet her. Okay, all right. When's the next one? Uh, Paige and I are going on Friday next just, Friday. Oh, about to say like it's next time. weekend, but uh, next Saturday we have an orgy, so we're oh, okay, we're yeah. just going on the Friday, not the Saturday. Okay, you know, next Saturday I've got a fetish party, so perfect. Come next Friday. <laughs> Come hang out, come float, come dance, come drink, and come meet my girlfriend. Damn. You all, too, can come meet Paige. If you come to What The Float, buy your tickets at whatthefloat.com. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so what, where, So you're giving up on dating. I mean, I not giving Im- up. I guess just not focusing on it as hard as You're I not was. using a lot of your data plan. Correct. For dating. <laughs> like, think about how much... Uh, I was given a uh, figure by this guy I did a podcast with earlier today... You know, we spend apparently like, I don't know, $82 billion on dating, not on relationships, but just on the dating. Yeah. Like on ba- like kind of like first dates and courting. Oh, I can agree. I can see how that would work. And how like the, work. the yeah. average person spends $800 a year on courting. Jesus. That's a lot of money. That's my rent. Well, that could be like a month and a half of rent almost. Have you met a dick that's worth a month and a half of rent? Nah. 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 Not even mine? Shit. <laughs> Is mine worth at least utilities? Utilities. Utilities? I, I utilities. Yeah? yeah? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my dick worth some utilities. I got the utility dick. Uh, I don't pay for my utilities. I say, yo, Con Ed. <laughs> this dick is powered by Con Ed. What's up? <laughs> and that pussy power. Huh. Mm-hmm. We, we hooked up a couple times. Right, mm-hmm. stay friends, but why did you ever? Because we there was never like a acknowledgement of not fooling around again, right? I don't remember. No, there, there wasn't. Like we Would like you, we lost you... touch for a long for like not a long time, but like a no. short period. We I don't know. We were meeting up like every month for like four months or so doing videos. Yeah, and then I just kind of. But like... was at any point where you kind of pissed that we didn't do anything again? Oh yeah. Yeah, I was pissed. I was like, dude, what the hell? I can drop so many hints and this kid's just not picking up on it. So fuck it, whatever. (laughs) Why didn't she say anything? I don't know. How do I just like, Billy, I want to fuck you. That would have worked. Okay. Well, now I know. I mean, that's I I, I should rephrase on working. Um, That would have been a way to do that. Okay. That would have been a way to say that. Yeah. (laughs) Because I, because if I'm being honest, like, I, you know, I didn't exact, I didn't want to have sex. Um, we had fun with the those first like one or two times, but that, that made me realize, you know, I don't think I'm really feeling it. Sure, to yeah. Fuck. Um, but since we never acknowledged it, I always I felt kind of weird. I was like, you know, is, I didn't know if there was still sexual tension. Oh yeah, because we kept meeting up to you know keep making videos. Well, yeah, sure. And I mean, I kind of like took it as okay. Well, he's not interested, mm-hmm. so I mean, I'm not gonna like. You know, I'm still gonna be his friend. I'm still gonna be his business sure, partner sure. if he wants to do these videos. I'm not gonna just drop him like the you know, whatever. Mm. so okay i'm cordial but you were 
But that that that's in stark contrast to the phrase "I was pissed." Yeah. Well, yeah, I was a little upset at first because it's be ups- l- if you want to be upset, be upset. You don't gotta play nicey nice if you if you want. Oh, I mean, I'm not I'm not pissed anymore. It's just like all right. But yeah, I was I was very upset, um, because yeah, it was just like I well, one I was so sexually frustrated, so I was just like I have an opportunity there's there's a guy right here why can't i have sex with him and he's naked (laughs) both times i see him yes that's fair enough that's fair enough did you tell people about doing the naked podcast uh yeah actually and what Um, was people's uh reactions they're like what and i guess most of my friends that i have like aren't kinky or anything like that so they were just like oh my god whoa and i let them like listen to it i'm just like guys guys go listen to it there's a lot of different layers there to unpack because it's like you did a podcast, uh-huh. and that makes people go, whoa, what's a podcast? Yeah. Um, and then it's, I did a naked podcast. Like, what? Mm-hmm. And then and then you... The, the then content, they, what I talked about in the podcast. And then it's like fisting, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Butt plugs, hey. Oh, that's kind of wild. Yeah, so. But yeah, my friends were just like, oh, that's really cool, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, and then it took off. Hmm. Buying new sex toys lately? Maybe not so much sex toys like for me in particular, but I've been buying a lot of stuff like for like doing dominatrix stuff with. Um, There's got to be an investment there. It's a it's a decent amount of money, but then again, I also get like you know some gift cards in there. Like people like buy me like Amazon gift cards. Um, I do some financial domination too. So now, Findom, that's Findom. that's that is where the money's at. Shit is real. I've been talking to this woman, Nikki Haley, I think her name is. She's in San Francisco. She's like had a lot of press for being like a financial dom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, how could I make this work for me? She's like, you don't get it. Most of my customers are gay. Like they want to be given their money to a woman. That's part of it for them. Uh and was, it's just like that's why it wouldn't really work if you weren't gonna like do anything with these guys. Mm-hmm. It's like shit. Because I would love to just like have a uh, financial relationship with someone where I call them really filthy, naughty names and tell them they're not worth my fucking time and make them write dumb shit on themselves. And then I just get like, you know, three grand for it just because I demanded it. When I found out that financial domination was a thing, I was like, no, you've got to be fucking kidding me. This can't be real. They just hand you money. Yeah. yeah like- Sometimes you don't even have to. You don't have to mean they'll just PayPal it to you. Well, yeah. Well, PayPal, I wouldn't suggest using because PayPal does not support adult services. Well, they don't have to put adult services in the notes. Well, ideally, but some people are stupid and they don't and they do and get your account locked down and then PayPal holds your funds. Fair, fair. Um, my train of thought, where is it? It's gone. But yeah. Um, so yeah, they'll do stuff like that. Um, I obviously, you know, I'll do some fetish indulgent. Like there's a lot of foot fetish guys out there. Um, you know, humiliation sessions, uh, cock and ball torture sessions to go along with it. There's a guy um, overseas and he wanted to do a session with me and we did a Skype session. So essentially I was sitting on my end um, and he paid me via Amazon gift card and I was going to humiliate him. So I made him eat an entire can of sardines um, a can of dog food. That's what I was thinking. I was um, making me dog food. Yeah, I made him eat dog food. Then I made him choke on a cucumber until he threw up. And then I made him eat his throw up. Did you call him any names? Yes. What'd you call him? Um, something a lot less. I mean, Come I on. called him a bunch of things. I was Come just on. Like, 
Look at you sick little bitch eating your... Uh, what did I say? I don't know. I Give me your it. best domination improv. Fuck. I'm not good with improv. Um... I feel like it would just be like a really intense roast battle, but like yeah. only one way. It'd just be roasting them. Just nonstop as much as you can. Um, and obviously, depending how harsh or how not harsh, I like kind of taper my sessions with my clients. Like some of them don't want to be called like, like don't we really want some deep degradation mm-hmm. type stuff. They want to just focus on like, you know, like you've got a small cock, like no one would ever want to a guy like you because we've got the filthy like little clitty of yours yeah and then you just write like 20 monologue style jokes on tiny cocks yeah. i would yeah i would just use that as like an insult open mic i feel like <laughs> i'm down i'm down for that i can wear the leather thing they sure. have like quote-unquote cash masters that's what, see are, that's what i want to be are, which are guy Findoms. Oh, is that what the what the male version it's is called? called? A cash master. A cash master. Cash I, master. Okay, tell me more. Um, I think it's a fucking joke because these guys like they don't. I have so many issues, mainly with cash masters and with sugar babies, because I'll see on Twitter these girls who will use the findom tag, the findom tag, and also use like the sugar daddy or sugar baby tag, and I'm like, you need to fucking stop because they're two different things. Well, uh, as I've been learning from various people of uh, different sexuality uh, sections, that uh, I should, if it doesn't affect me, I shouldn't care what people want to call themselves. Oh, Jesus. So if they want to call themselves demisexual, Billy, why don't you just let them do that? <laughs> and I share similar outrage. Like, it's not a fucking thing. But uh, maybe you need to let go and let them use their hashtags. They can, I it mean, doesn't affect you. They're going to still keep using the hashtag, so it's not my problem. But when it does affect me, because then you have my pay pigs who don't want to talk to me because they think that I'm going to be another sugar baby. That's a problem. That takes away from my business. No one's thinking that because you don't use the, the sugar baby hashtag. No, I don't. But they've given Findom such a bad name. Wow. Sugar babies versus Findoms. End rant. <laughs> But tell me more about Cash Masters. Uh, Cash Masters, yeah. I'm looking for for new avenues of uh, uh, new revenue streams. Cash Masters, essentially, you'll have these like these guys. um, I mean, at least the ones that I've seen on Twitter, like they'll like aim more towards the homosexual community. Okay. And like, so they'll they'll aim towards gay guys. They're like, oh, you know, come on, don't you want to sniff these smelly fucking feet, you little faggot? And like, they'll post pictures of like their shoes, like and their like feet after the gym. Or, like, it's the same concept. Like, they'll want these guys to, like, pay them. Um, to just because they're say gi- shit. To say shit. And, you know, they're giving up control, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I'm not interested in their control. I'm just interested in their wallets. Oh, this well. Is, I'm just, <laughs> when See, I saw Nikki, she says that she just shows up. She doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even have to name call. She doesn't make them do stuff. Mm-hmm. She'll show up to, like, a Starbucks. She'll just get handed... 10 like you know five grand in cash and then just walk away but see that's a human atm essentially yeah that's what i want yeah well i, mean, I want a human atm god look- damn it <laughs> where do i get one see then you look for cash points meets cash points meets cash point meets what's that a, sen- a cash point meet is essentially that's not a website no okay um you you know, say that you're doing a cash point meet in Brooklyn, say, for example. Okay. And you arrange with your sub to meet at an ATM. Right. And they will take out X amount of money and then just hand you the money in like an envelope and that's it. 
Yeah, no, that's what I want to yeah, do. Yeah, I know. That's what how I'm can we make for. that? You need to look for human. ATMs. Can you can you make me that website? <laughs> can I make you, you that? <laughs> I want to make this happen. I want I want I want guys who know they can't have me, but have to pay me anyway. It's a lot of dedication, Billy Presida. I don't know if you can handle it. How much dedication does it really require to just collect cash and count it? It's I mean, I get, I get the people. it's a lot of dedica- it's a lot of work probably counting the bills. I can understand <laughs> that. And then I got to find the right angle for my Twitter picture when I show me <laughs> holding all the money. Yeah, you know what? You're right. That does sound like more work, um, but I can handle that. I can handle counting dollars. Can you handle finding the clientele? Yeah, that's well, the that's, part. that's the hard part. Yeah. yeah. How do you go about finding clients? Um, well, I, I mean, I know like this is a new thing for you, but like, how are you currently going about it? So far, I um, I obviously advertise on Twitter. Um, I have my website up, um, which is missfoxesden.com. Ooh. Um, ooh. I, I on there. I'm also uh, cam verified on findoms.com. Um, I recently today I set up a um, a Tinder and an OkCupid for that, so any of the local area guys can look. Um, uh, where else am I verified? Um, I do FetLife. So FetLife, I'll mm-hmm. post up, you know, like different ads or whatever. I'm on, I posted an ad on Backpage, um, and, uh, on HePays.com. What's HePays.com? HePays.com is for, um, it's for Findoms, um, people looking, it's like a dating site, um, for, you know, you know, people who are more well off, um, and they can choose if they're either looking for like sugar babies or if they're looking for findoms or if they're looking for just relationships in general. Um, it has a bunch of different sections you could check off. Okay. Um, or if they want like a female-led relationship, like female head of the household type relationship, which I is new. I want that. Yeah. I want that because that means she's pe- you know she's got income. <laughs> I want a female head of the household. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. So. Um, those are, I think, the only avenues that I am looking at right now. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. The anything from like your your sex life, like in high school, at all allude to the the kinkiness that you would feel as an adult. Um. So when I was dating, Did you ever my- have like a fondness for like hairbrushes? Uh, not for hairbrushes necessarily, but I know that when I, my first boyfriend, he used to joke with me. He'd call me a furry. And I'm not a furry, okay. but I used to, I guess, act a little more, you know, like, like animalistic, feline, you know. Um, and I think that's what kind of spurred the pet play aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he introduced me to like 4chan and stuff, so he kind of like introduced me to the pit of the internet. So mm-hmm. I found out a lot of different things, saw all the porn and... I guess I kind of went from there. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of that high school would have. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hmm. What do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Oh, my God. Um. I didn't mean for this to accidentally turn into a Q&A. Those are never fun. Oh, no. I I actually like answering questions. Well, um, everyone everyone likes answering questions. Yeah. Um, because those are easy. Yeah. <laughs> 
um, what do I want to talk about? It's like when you're like when you're dating a new guy in college or or a new girl in college, and you lay in bed at night till from like two, you know eleven at night till four a.m. and most of that that time is spent saying, "You ask me a question." Yeah. No, you ask me a question. No, it's your turn. I I don't know. I can't come up with questions. Just ask me something. But like, bitch, I can't come up with anything either. I feel like that's never happened to me. That always had. That was like every college new thing. You'd play the question game. Well, yeah, you know the question game. The question, yeah, the question game. You I ask question, and then I. But the person always, uh, they only, they ask you. Que- that's their. Here's what's annoying. If you want to share something with someone, you can just tell them. Mm-hmm. But in college, what happened with question game? You ask questions because that's the question you want them to ask you, so you can tell them the thing you want to tell them. Oh uh, yeah, I you know. Um, and that's always that was always annoying and passive aggressive to me. <laughs> Yeah, that could, I could see how that'd be passive aggressive. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, as far as things that we covered, most of the stuff going on in my life, I need to find a roommate before I am homeless. <laughs> um, I yeah, I'm doing the doing the dom stuff. Are you done webcaming? Um, I pop on every once in a while. Um, I kind of like. Uh, I guess curb it off towards a little more dominant, um, like play on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't been on there as much. I think I've only been on there once since before my birthday, which was like early July. Wow! Not wishing you a happy birthday really pissed you off. Really pissed me off because I. I I would throw birthday parties for my viewers. Like, they would tell me when their birthday was, and I would throw a birthday for them on I never wished a happy birthday to any entertainer that, like, I was a fan of. Well, I mean, it's different when if you're just, like, a fan or if you're somebody who comes into the room. Sounds like like you got emotionally connected in uh, in the sex world. Well, I love, you know, like, my viewers. I can't help it, but. And you can feel that that way about uh, an escort, you see, but at the end of the day, when the time's up, the time's up. that's fine but it also wasn't making sense for me to stay on when i wasn't making any money hours on end okay keep laughing Priscilla. oh oh yeah what's gonna happen you 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 didn't bring a bag (laughs) big enough for any paddles that are gonna scare me i don't have my bag of fun Paige's got like a bunch of fucking heavy shit. She's getting in, really into like just wanting my asshole a lot. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, like, but like more often than I want to give butt it plays up. Fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But play, prostate plays fun, but it's like fucking, you know, she wants it way more than I want to give it up. <laughs> and the bitch, and she hasn't even, and I haven't even fucked her in the ass yet. And she, she's told me she likes getting fucked in the ass. But hasn't, hasn't let me do yet. anal oh, yet. Yeah. yeah, she's always trying to like, we're, we're just like kissing and she's always trying to like, Reach around and and oh, put fun. a finger or two, and I'm like, "Whoa, lady, settle down. Make a make a boy feel pretty first. Come on, <laughs> I, need, I need preparation, oh, lube. Oh no, yeah, need to be half passed out. We we did a night last week where like basically we were out drinking, mm-hmm. but when I got back, I acted drunker than I was, so I tried to be immobile. So I wanted her, to, so I like let her take advantage uh, of me. All right. So I let her do more than I normally would have been comfortable with because I wanted to like be out of control, but not in a dominant way. Like I wanted her, I wanted to like pretend to be basically passed out and experience her like taking advantage. Oh, of me. all right, yeah, that's interesting. That too. was fun. Um, so like when she's fucking me, like she's on top, 
and I'm like pretending to be out of it. You're starfishing. So I'm it. not really. Yeah, kind You're of. You're starfishing. I'm it. trying to act like I'm <laughs> wasted and passed out. Oh my gosh! Which for me was really fun. I don't know if it was fun for her, but she was. She put on her intensity face, so I, I think she dug it. Good for her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my girlfriend raped the shit out of me, and it was awesome. <laughs> It was a blast. That's cool. Um, I've gotten really good at, apparently, I'm really good at using a flogger. Yeah? I didn't think I would, um, but I one of the last parties I went to, um, I was doing a scene with like a pain slut, mm-hmm. and he made me like use, like it's like a, a metal, like a metal flogger with like little tiny metal balls on the tails. And I was like, this is terribly, this looks painful. And he was just like, he's like, you're so fucking good at this. And I was just like, that's awesome. Yeah. Let me hit you some more. (laughs) Uh. Yeah. Paddles and floggers. I like using them. Impact play is my specialty. Yeah. Paige, I'm trying to get better at that stuff. Like I found out that my spanking is pedestrian because like I was spanking her for the first whatever many months I've been since like February. Yeah. Great. Uh, but then my birthday, you know, um, we were fooling around with like a, a friend of hers mm-hmm. and the friend starts giving her like spanks. I'm like, yeah, those are, those are the type of spanks I give. And she's like, okay. And then when she was done, she's like, okay, those were the warm up spanks. So oh. like <laughs> prep her butt to be really spanked. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Like I suck at this. You just like put some put some arm behind it. Yeah, I thought I was giving solid spanks, but it turns out like I was just like basically rubbing her backside. Aww. That was uh that was definitely a down a downer. Uh, so now I'm just like doing my best to beat the shit out of her as best as possible. Just use a hairbrush. She has a thing for she has a thing for hairbrushes. <laughs> oh, is that why you asked me? Do you have a thing for hairbrushes back in high school? Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's just like I'm not naturally that like I'm not a sadist. So All right, well, yeah. It's it's I'm trying to adjust. I consider myself a sensual sadist. Yeah, but like every time she wants me to hit her hard, I'm just like, uh. oh, baby, I'm sorry. Yeah, like seriously, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I, like I understand. I'm, what was it last night? You know, we're we're fucking, and I'm doing something, and at some point, she breaks out into tears. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, stop! She's like, I will fucking. She she like very briefly breaks out of her whatever zone she's in and goes like, I will fucking say red if I want you to stop, okay? Cause like she starts like oh my god I love your girlfriend I was you know what I was doing was I was uh, I was fucking her slowly uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like I just kept repeating like baby baby <laughs> baby and she's just because she doesn't like sweetness she doesn't want she wants to just be like fucked uh-huh. right but I wouldn't I wasn't doing it. I was just slowly entering her slowly thrusting Damn, and Billy. saying sweet things uh so and <laughs> and and eventually she just burst out into tears and she's like no stop. No, stop. And then obviously, again, because I'm not like a kinky dude, mm-hmm. I just go, okay, okay, okay. And she's like, I will fucking say red <laughs> when I want you to stop. She was just sort sort of calling me a bitch, you know, like. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. So that was a fun, that was an interesting, Ooh. different thing. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Uh, she definitely brings out like, uh, not a kinky side to me, but she has me doing kinkier things than I normally would. Okay, so she's like, ex- helping you explore. I mean, it's not like I've, I haven't done that stuff. I've, I've been rough with women. It's just yeah. not my natural inclination. Mm-hmm. Um, I will, I do it upon request. Okay. You know, it's that. like, yes, I will hit you if you say please first. You say please. <laughs> um, but sometimes she comes home with like bruises from her friends. I'm just like, oh, wow. If it makes you happy, baby. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah that's uh 
I mean, I I personally like bruises. Like I like seeing bruises on me. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Just it's kind of like oh, like ownership. I don't know. Hmm. Well, well, Danielle, thanks for coming back. Uh, this you know for for your third time here. Yeah. Or second public one. If you're interested in hearing that uh, that full length bonus episode, become a ten dollar uh, patron uh, on the Patreon page, and you'll get to hear her talk about webcamming and BDSM and herpes and uh, all the fun stuff. Right? You guys should. It's a it's a really good show. I I felt so bad that it was only going to be heard by a few people because it was such a good show. You know. But I was like, that's what that no, that's what they're paying for. That's what they're paying for. It makes yeah. it makes them work for it. Mm-hmm. This well, has been fun, Billy. Thank you. It's always fun having you on. I can't wait to shoot the next one. We got to figure out a cake thing. Yes. Yes, So uh, I'm, okay. I'm trying to figure out a way to enter cakes into the next thank you video, but we're going to do it. Sounds good. We'll shoot soon. Uh, say goodbye to everybody. All right. Good uh, Good talking for you guys, and uh, that's the Man Whore Podcast. <laughs> do you, oh, do you want to plug anything? What? Do you want to plug uh, you or... Oh yeah, so that's that's smart. Um, yeah, so if you guys, um, if any of you are either, um, do you have one, a dom voice? If any of you would like another session, <laughs> you can find me on <laughs> missfoxesden.com. dot <laughs> com. It's fun watching you almost forget Shut your website. Up. Oh my god, I know. Am I killing your dom mood? You're killing me. Oh my god. Um, <clears throat> Anybody want to be? Do- dominated by this potential slightly wishy-washy person <laughs> you're hearing right now killing me. you gotta put come on you oh gotta put God. on the dom mode <clears throat> come on sluts you want to get hit by me <laughs> visit misssierrasden.com oh yeah follow me on twitter at foxpup underscore sierra you can find me on my website you can find me on findoms.com or send me an email at foxpupsierra at gmail.com Oh, you heard it, folks. Thanks again, Danielle. Talk soon. Oh, so glad to have Daniela back on the show. Uh, you know, we had such a great time during that bonus episode. Still sad that I can't release it to everybody. Just exclusively to uh, my level three and up supporters on Patreon. So if you love Daniela and, and you want some more of her, that is one way to get it. Again, please be sure to like the Man Whore Podcast on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Both of those handles are at the Billy Uh Use the hashtag Man Whore Podcast. Let me know what you thought about the show. And if you want to say something a little longer or privately, uh, you can send me your comments, your questions, your booby pictures on over to manwhorepod at gmail.com. Be a part of the conversation, people, on the Man Whore Podcast subreddit. There are individual comment threads for every episode, and I also post news, pictures, announcements, questions. For all you Reddit folk, that's r slash podcast. Lastly, if you can spare a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you can, even if it's just 69 cents per month, every cent counts over on that Manwhore Podcast Patreon page. If you care to support, head on over to manwhorepod.com and click the Patreon banner on the side. Or you can download the Patreon app and you can find me on there. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Now I'm going to play a little teaser clip from a uh, mini bonus episode I released uh, with comedian David Piccolomini from the Tinder Tales podcast. That was released exclusively to my level two and up patrons. So if you like the the little clip that you heard here, head on over there, make a pledge. But either way, hey, I hope you stay slutty. I forgot to include a detail. Go for it. She was on her period, which that I was way like not 
I was I was a little younger, so I was just I was like twenty two, twenty three. So I was like mad about that at first. I was like, oh, that's the secret you're gonna keep. You couldn't tell me that. Oh, what a douchebag. You me, I, okay? I was still newer to all of stuff. Like now, it's just like whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, more girls are like, mm, I don't know, and I'm like, it's fine for me. We'll put a towel down. We'll be adults. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, I told you I was gonna uh, share who the special guest is next week. It's the the legendary, the iconic Nina Hartley. 